Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, everybody. This is Jennifer O'Neill. Um, it's been a while since I've been on the radio. I am back again, and we're going to test this out and see how it goes. You're going to have to bear with me because I have rippers banging on the ceiling, and I'm in a room that seems to be echoey, but we're going to do our best to get through this radio show and make adjustments next time. So um, if you're joining in, I'm glad you can join me. And if you're in the archives, we're still glad you could join us. So uh, I started having a lot of questions about astral travel and astral projection. And I've noticed this, as you know, this show is about misconceptions about astral travel and astral projection. Um, I noticed that a lot of people don't really have a very good grasp or understanding of what's happening when they're doing when they're um, astro traveling or they don't understand that they are astro traveling and so they misconstrue it with other things other spirit contact and things such as that so that's something that I want to try and clear up today and we are going to also be answering questions if you want to call in we will be taking, or I will be taking your questions. Um, I'd like them to pertain to the subject matter, however, though. Um, so you can call in at 646-564-9652. So anyways, um, today we're going to talk about astral travel, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what it is and help you understand it a little bit more. <clears throat> um, most everyone's heard of astral travel. They've heard of it, uh, even if they don't know what it is. I mean, I, pretty much everybody, you can ask them, have you ever, do you know what astral travel is? And they'll, they'll be like, well, not really, but, you know, I've heard of it. So mo- a lot of people dismiss it as kind of me- metaphysical mumbo-jumbo, and they sort of leave it at that. It's something that they don't really look into unless you're actually interested in you know, like higher consciousness stuff, then it seems to draw a lot of people in, which I think is kind of interesting in a way because everybody astro travels. So let's just get down to some of the facts of this. Every, what is astro travel? Astro travel is when your spiritual body or your spiritual self actually leaves your physical body for a short period of time and maneuvers out into the spiritual realm or the physical realm. You can do it on either or plane. You can move around, um, like I said, to, to different planes. And you leave it for a, short term, for a short time, but you are still, <clears throat> for those of you who might be like, oh, my God, I never want to do that. That totally flips me out. You, you're still connected to your physical body. You're still connected by... Um, by a thread is what it's called, or a string. And so you won't get lost, you won't float away, you won't get the thread cut or the string cut and then never be able to find your way back to your body. It's the way that we retain our spiritual freedom. And the, the reason that this is important is, well, like I said, even if you've never heard of astral travel, even if you don't know much about it, um, I guarantee you're doing it. You're doing it probably most likely about three times a week. You're not most likely remembering when you're doing it. Um, you maybe do it and don't know what it is. And so you're, probably, you're doing it and you're actually unaware is what's happening. If, if you're one of those people who are going, I've never heard of it, it doesn't pertain to me, um, not true, it actually pertains to everybody. <clears throat> and those of you who are really unaware that you're doing it, 
most likely you're doing it in your dream state or you're doing it at nighttime um, when you're sleeping. Uh, you know the dreams that you have when, you're, when you feel like you're flying, um, it, dreams that you have when you're ha- uh, seeing loved ones that have passed over and things such as that, you're actually after traveling. You're, you're after traveling to another plane. Um, it, so I actually think that this is a super valuable tool um, which can help you understand ways that you could never understand before. Like this, this is such an important tool to that you can use a value in your life, you would not even believe it. It's such a valuable tool that I actually started writing a book on this when I realized how confused people are. And I also noticed that there's not a lot out there on astral travel. Um, There's a lot on astral projection. And let's um, talk about the difference there. Astral travel, again, is something, like I said, that you leave your body every, um, or, you know, a couple times a week, two, three times a week. You actually leave it. Um, for a short time, you travel around, do whatever it is that you're doing, which we'll get into that in a minute, and then you come back. Astral projection is a little bit different, in case you were wondering. Um, the difference there would be somebody who is consciously in, in more of a conscious state, and, and they're not entirely conscious. You have to relax enough to where you're in a meditative state usually to do this, um, but you forcefully project your spirit out of the body. Um, and when you're forcefully projecting your spirit out of the body, you can you can usually maneuver or try to you know go certain places similar to remote viewing in a sense it's it's very similar um but different but because you can make your body travel to you know a different state or make your body travel to a different plane but you're you're making the conscious effort to force your spiritual self out of the physical body for a period of time. And so there's a lot of stuff on astral projection out there, which, um, but not as much on astral travel, which I find interesting because to me, my personal opinion is astral projection is um, less valuable, I guess, less, less valuable for you to understand than astro travel is. I think that you get a lot more value when you're talking about astro travel. So why do you even want to stand, why, why do you even want to understand what astro travel is? Is because it's going to really help you understand how capable that you are far beyond the perception of what most people view that they're capable of in their life. Um, it teaches you how to develop your own spiritual abilities, abilities which most people currently use mindlessly but if they understand astro travel, they will be able to get a grasp on that better, be able to control it better, um, be able to use it better. It allows you to more consciously stay connected with the spiritual realm. Um, it allows you to have contact with loved ones who have passed over. And, it, and many times it also allows you to give an insight to where you are on your own life path. So these are some of the benefits of understanding astro travel. Um, I know that we have a few callers on the line. If you could just bear with me for a few minutes. I'm going to keep going through this a little bit more, and then we're going to get to your questions. So the reason, one of the things that I wanted to uh, really kind of clear up on the misconceptions of astral travel is people get it very confused with spirit communication or spirit contact. Uh, so there are different types of astral travel and different ways that you, you do astral travel. Like, just like I said, astral projection is one of them. Um, when you're doing astral travel and you're trying to you know, talk with someone on a spiritual plane, if you're astral traveling and staying on a physical plane, 
there's different types of astral travel. But one, there, there are some things that are really good indications that you've been astral traveling um, that I want to get through. There's about five or six of them. I don't even know. Um, don't take that number for seriously. But um, I'm going to read through them, and I'm going to let you know some of the ways and some of the things that scare people. Um, number one, they tend to scare people. Number two, they tend to think that there's spirit contact when they're doing this, and neither of those are true. I mean, it shouldn't scare you. I guess it would scare you if you didn't know what was going on. Um, number two, it's, it's where the misconception comes on in with the spiritual contact, where they think they're being attacked by a spirit or they're being shaken by a spirit or whatnot. Um, these are the things that I want to go through. So what happens when you ask to travel is you can have some physical feelings. Uh, one other thing is you can feel like someone's pressing on you, um, someone's, that something very heavy is on your chest, and, and that you can't breathe. And so that's one of the things that can happen. And this can usually be like you're in your awake state, like when you start to sort of awaken from, from something um, or asleep at nighttime, you may feel like something pressing on you um, or that, you know, you're just not breathing as well. And that's one thing that people get confused about. The second thing is often during astral travel or when you're in an astral travel state, and, and actually these are when you're... I, these are not when you're actually astral traveling. It's when you're coming back into your body, and those tend to be the times that you wake up and have, experience a lot of these symptoms. So if you're astral traveling and you wake up mid-between getting fully back into your physical body, these things may happen to you. The feeling like someone's pressing on you or you can't breathe. Another very common thing is the sense or the being able to see of something gray or gray entity or dark entity in the room. That's also very, very common. You, you feel like a sense of darkness or like people get very afraid that there's some dark, crazy spirit in a room and it's circling above their bed or something like that nature. Um, that's another very common thing that will happen as you're, if you've just gotten back into your body or right when you're getting back into your body. Uh, bed shaking. This one is a biggie. This is, it, it's, it, I don't know if you've had this, ever had this happen to you. For those of you who have had it happen to you, you will never forget it because it is the weirdest feeling ever. It will feel as if your bed or your body is shaking. Most likely it's actually a vibration inside of your body as you're entering back in. But people think that it's their bed shaking and they will think that it's, they will be so sure of it that they will look over to see if their spouse is sleeping. They will look around to see if they're, they're sure that spirits are shaking their bed. Um, or there's, I've even had people tell me that they feel like there's an earthquake happening. But bed shaking is incredibly, incredibly common, but it really flips people out. They don't understand it. And, and, and even if I tell you about it, it's still probably weird to wrap your mind around because it's, it's weird to have that vibration. It's something you don't normally experience, but it definitely feels like somebody is at your bed or that there's an earthquake and your bed is just trembling. But that is also super, super common. Um, sleep paralysis, that's another very, very common thing. Um, you wake or you feel like you're in a wake state and you can't move. You can't move your arms. You can't move your legs. Um, you feel you're completely paralyzed. It's your sleep paralysis. I mean, that's what you're experiencing. And that is another thing that is incredibly common. And the thing that really messes people up with that 
is when you have sleep paralysis, you are so close to being back in your body at that point that the um, that you feel like you're right there. So you're experiencing two things at one time. You cannot move your body because you're halfway in, and you can you feel that you're there and you're stuck and you can't move. But the other part of you is halfway out, so you can kind of you have a full experience of what's going on. You know what's happening in the room. So it kind of gives you sort of an awake but paralyzed feeling. It's um, another thing that's very common. At that point, you're just not completely back in your body, and you cannot move until you get back into your body. So, and again, you're not going to have the thing where as you awake, you, your body will naturally suck your spiritual self back in. It will just suck back in like a vacuum. Um, so at some point in time, let's say you were experiencing sleep paralysis, and somebody like um, your husband or your kids wake you up, or come back and like you know kind of shake you wake up wake up um you're not going to stay outside your body and stay paralyzed that is not going to happen you're actually going to quickly come back into your body eventually like you know within the first um probably a few seconds or so you're going to quickly come back in and the next thing that's going to happen to you um which usually when you're experiencing bed shaking um the sleep paralysis and those types of things Usually what's happening is you've actually um, been awoke by a noise or something else that sort of startled you and woke you up before that you are completely into your body. Um, your eyes won't, won't open, but you may be able to see around. It's a very strange feeling, which I may get into in a minute when I get to these questions. Um, and so you won't stay out of your body. I just want to reiterate this to people. If you notice that you're after traveling, you won't stay out of your body. So if you're experiencing the bed shaking, if you're experiencing the sleep paralysis, you're not going to die outside your body. You're not going to stay outside your body. You're going to eventually, it's going to suck you back in and you're going to awake. But you will feel usually very, very groggy you will feel like it, it's like you almost need to take a cold shower or splash cold water on your face because it will take you probably an hour or so to get feeling to get feeling not lethargic and incredibly groggy feeling. So um, that's something that it, it is also kind of interesting that you can always tell when you're, you're asked to travel. I'm going to take a couple of these questions because uh, I don't have a lot of time today. We're only doing a half hour radio show. And I want to see if I can get to some of your questions. Um, again, I want to pertain this to the subject matter because we have some other things to talk about. So we have a first caller. It looks like a Skype caller. Um, Aloha. Uh, did you have Hi. a question for me? Hi. Yes, how I are did. you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for your show. It's uh, beneficial. Oh. I've experienced all those things <laughs> throughout all, yeah. all my life. Uh, but what I've been experiencing lately, and I don't know if this is astral travel, but I've been like meeting up with people's um, other selves or their higher mm-hmm. selves and my higher mm-hmm. self, and mm-hmm. there's been a lot of symbolism and stuff. Yeah, uh, that actually happens as you advance. So this is a really great question. Thank you for calling. Um, what happens is you become more aware because it also, I get the sense, but I can also tell by the way you're talking, is if you've after traveled over years, you get more familiar with the sensations and they stop freaking you out as much, okay? And so then the next step that usually happens is you'll sort of be like, oh, okay, I know I was after traveling because I went to visit grandma. Um, I have some crazy after traveling stories because oh, personally, I hate doing it. 
but um, I do it all the time. It's so annoying. People are like, oh, my God, I'd love to do that. And I'm like, you're crazy. It's weird. And, it, it, like, it makes you – I mean, I'm so aware of what I'm doing that I can actually go visit people I've been to see my grandmother who's sick in the hospital. I know exactly what's happening. I can tell who's in the room. Um, I see them. It's very strange. But the, ne- the next level that you go to usually when you start um, being familiar with astral travel, it's, it's almost like your body will – your spiritual self, you actually graduate through levels. Um, people don't realize this, but as you learn spiritual stuff and as you develop spiritually, you will go through levels, just like a school. So it will bring you to the next level and the next level. And one of the levels is meeting with people and other people or other parts of yourself um, where you are, <clears throat> like you said, it's, it's a dimensional shift. And what happens mm-hmm. is you can meet up with them and you can talk with them, you can learn from them. Some are teachers, some people you are teaching. Um, some people you're just gathering information on, like for your higher self. You might be gathering information on um, it from another dimensional standpoint, so you may be seeing things that you need to be aware of in this lifetime or that some things that affected you in another lifetime. So that's actually very common, and that's dimensional astral travel is what that's called, and that was one thing that I hadn't gotten to yet. There's, um, like, like I said, people do a lot of that. They just don't tend to grasp and understand what it is. So when you're dimensionally astral traveling, um, what I, I actually like that part. That's one part of the astral traveling I like is because if you start paying attention, you'll start meeting different teachers or meeting mm-hmm. different spiritual um, people with a lot of spiritual knowledge that are not on this plane that will then go ahead and... and um, infuse knowledge into you or they will telepathically give you some knowledge and you'll wake up or during the time you'll go like, oh, I didn't realize that. And then you'll kind of wake up with more knowledge. It's very interesting how they telepathically give you knowledge or you learn from them. Um, So you're dimensionally after traveling when you're doing that. Does that help? Does that make sense? That's wonderful. Um, And the last thing is just really quick. I've noticed that many voices are coming out of me. So I have already met two higher selves of myself <laughs> interesting yeah. and I've heard my male higher self but now I'm hearing like these multiple voices it's interesting <laughs> it's well you it's, think, think of it this way though you've also lived several lifetimes yeah so there's also many many parts of you that make up you does that make sense wow. you've been male you've been female you've been small child you've been um, different probably ethnicity, you know what I mean? You, you've been different things in many different lifetimes, and they all make up a piece of who you are. So um, my guess is you're, you're, you're searching for that. When we search for something spiritually, we gain knowledge that way. So it begins to come into our existence, and it begins to come into our reality. So some part of you, and I, you can probably verify this, you've been trying to reach a higher consciousness for yourself, I'm assuming, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. And so as you're consciously going, I want to reach a higher consciousness of myself, what's happening is you're going through the layers of all these different parts of yourself and getting more information and getting a better understanding of who you are. And that is really cool because the thing is, is that's allowing you, and it should be allowing everybody else who's on the line, to, if they ever experience this, to learn that there's so many facets of yourself on a spiritual level that you don't really recognize on a uh, on a, a physical level, 
And so when you start learning about yourself and developing it, that's when you do it. You do it during your dream state. You do it during after travel states, which is normally during your dream state. Um, and so you do it on the spiritual plane. You do it during different times. You have your awake time, which is your physical time, where you're dealing with colleagues and people and friends and family and whatnot. And then you have your spiritual time, which is when you're sleeping and napping. And so you're bringing those together and you're learning on a spiritual level and you're bringing that into your physical memory. So you're really pulling both sides of yourself together and all parts of yourself together, which raises your vibration and helps you learn more. Does that make sense? Yes, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You're welcome, hon. Thank you for your question. And I'm going to get to a couple callers. I'm just going to mute you. I, I, okay. It looks like you're on Skype, so you can still listen if you want to. Okay, you okay. have a wonderful day, hon. Thank All you. Right. Bye. All right, we have another caller. It looks like from a 703 area code. Are you there? Yes. Hi, Jennifer. This is Anne. Uh, hi, Anne. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I happened to, didn't even realize your show was on until I happened to be on Facebook and I hurried up and called right away. Oh, <laughs> Well, are you today, on for, for good now? Are you on Tuesdays? I'm going to. I've had so many wonderful people such as yourself that are like, when are you going to be on? That I'm really trying to make time to do it every Tuesday now. So we'll see if I can stick to that. Um, I'm going to plan my next show after this one. But yes, I'm going to try to stick to it on Tuesdays again. Um, the people are really missing it. And I have a lot to teach now. I started writing some more books. But what's your good, question? Good. Okay, yeah. my question, and I think this has to do with the astral projection uh, and travel is, mm-hmm. I know you talked about it happened during sleeping, your sleeping time, but mm-hmm. um, is it possible that um, if you were in a, you, you, we've lived many lives, as, as you've talked about, so that um, when I, I may not get as excited about things like other people do because maybe I've been there, done that, in mm-hmm. another lifetime. Yeah. That's the thing I'm concerned Absolutely. about. Because I just got back from Italy. I was on a trip, mm-hmm. and I I was excited about it, but I also felt, I don't know, that other people get excited about certain things, and, and I get excited about other things that are more low-key. Gotcha. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Well, and the other thing, too, you have to think about and realize that um, when you travel to different areas, because we've lived many lifetimes, you may have, yes. lived, in a, a, uh, you may have lived a time in Italy where, where it wasn't your favorite lifetime. To oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, what also, and that's most likely also what I'm seeing from you, is I'm seeing you live a, a, a lifetime there where you're kind of like, I've eh, been here, done that, but you wanted to get out of Italy. Do you see what I mean? You were so familiar, oh. just you were re- it didn't fit you, you were ready to move on. And so you, when you go to places like that, you, may, you will many times experience that exact same feeling from a lifetime. It will trigger something in you. And you'll be like, and then your body, your soul recognition will remember Italy and be like, yeah, I wasn't real fond of it when I was here in the first place. Um, and that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Does that make sense? Wow. Yes. Yeah, and so pay attention to those um, parts of yourself. When you're feeling that way or you're feeling not excited, don't think it's because you're not excited about what it is, but, but kind of look into it a little bit deeper and go, you know, like you said, um, I probably have done something similar to this in my past life that I wasn't really excited about. 
Um, but, it, you know, if you're not excited about material things or things such as that, that's just because you're on a just different level as some of the people around you. And not a different level like you're higher. You're just different, you know. You're just, your interests are different in this lifetime than, than some people that might be around. You know, there's things that we all differ in. But something like the Italy thing is definitely feels like a past life thing to me. So, um, yeah. Interesting. I never thought about it in the negative sense. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're Good welcome, luck and hon. Please come back. <laughs> I will. Thank you. That's okay. so wonderful. Thank you. Good to hear from you. All right, Good bye-bye. Good to hear from you. Bye-bye. All right, that's so nice to hear from you guys, um, and nice to hear that you enjoyed that. I'm back. So um, we have an area code. Uh, oh, I just clicked on you, 818, but then you left. So uh, we're going to... Do the next caller, which is a six seven eight. Um, are you there? Aloha. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Did you have a question for me on astral travel? No, actually, I was just listening to the topic. Just listening to the show. Okay, that's good too. I got a few things to wrap up before the end of the show, so I'm gonna put you on hold again. Thanks okay. for tuning in. Okay, so. That, the other thing that I don't really have time to get into, but I do want to cover a little bit. So, um, yeah, we have our physical awake time, and then we have our spiritual time that we have to connect in. People don't realize that we are very, we're 50-50 both. That's where they get confused in life, and that's where they get off balance. That people who are really um, feeling depressed or out of whack, or everybody knows when they're feeling off balance. That's the thing that's really interesting, is they all know when they're feeling off balance. They don't know what off-balance is. Well, off-balance usually when you're feeling off-balance is because you're not um, paying attention to your equal parts of your physical and your spiritual. Um, naturally, we do that. Naturally, we do that because we are dealing with our physical when we're awake. And when we fall asleep and when we nap, that is pure spiritual time. Uh, we astro-travel. We connect in with other planes, spiritual planes. We dimensionally shift. We do so many things that you guys don't even know about or think about. We visit um, family members. We, deal, we connect in with spirits. You can actually go into areas of learning um, spiritually and physically. Um, you can gather that information on a spiritual level that you will bring back to, with you when you're awake. Many times you may not remember it, but that does not mean you were still not infused with that knowledge. Um, I tend to remember a lot of my stuff. It, the, the more that you pay attention to your dream time, your sleep time is when you're after traveling, you're going to other dimensions, you, and the more that you understand what the dreaming part of yourself is and, and what's actually happening there, the more that you will be able to get, gather more information, the more you will be able to remember a lot of your after traveling, I, I, I'm not even, don't even know why that is, but the more that you, you understand it, the more you will remember, the more you will do, the more you will be able to bring into your waking hours, um, and the more you may even be able to do it in a conscious waking time. So that's really important. So if you're feeling off balance, it, you, you're, your body's doing what it's naturally supposed to do, your spiritual and physical body. You're having your physical wake time. You're having your spiritual sleep time. But if you're feeling off balance, most likely it's because you're ignoring the spiritual side of yourself because for some reason when people wake up, they, start, they just believe that they're just a physical human being and that's all that it is to this lifetime and that they need to, you know, um, get into their house and, 
and go to work and do laundry and feed their family and do all that. So they, they go away from the spiritual side of themselves, which is really important to nourish. Um, actually, I'm going to save that part for another show because we're getting to the last two minutes and I want to wrap up on some of this astro travel thing. So do you understand that it, 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 with astro travel, not astral projection, but the astro travel, it is something that you're naturally going to do every single night. Um, uh, no, excuse me. You don't necessarily do it every night. You're going to do it two to three times a week is what I meant to say. Um, and I tend to do it every single night. Some of you may do it every single night, but um, some of you may not. Uh, so you will do it. You do it without knowing it. I guarantee you if you're human, you're breathing, you're doing it. Um, I would like you to learn more about it, understand it. Don't be afraid of it. It's something that's really amazing. Um, it can bring you a lot of knowledge. It can really help you understand who you are better. And it's really a great, great tool to learn more about. And I know that um, this show is kind of short, but I am going to work on a book. I'm working on a book right now called Astro Travel and Dreaming. Um, I'm going to help tie these together for you guys. So if you do want to learn more about it, you can't find anywhere because I'm noticing there's not a lot of very good books out there based on it, then keep, keep following me on Twitter, Facebook, or whatever, and let me know, or um, I will let you know when the book comes out. And I'm going to work on I'm going to try to get this out in a month or so, but we'll see. We'll see how my schedule goes. So email me if you want to learn or um, have any suggestions for an up-and-coming radio show. You can join me on Facebook. You can join me on Twitter. You can go to hawaiihealings.com and contact me if you have a subject matter that you'd like me to talk about. And I will take that into consideration. Thank you for joining back in. Sorry the show was so late. Um, I think that everything went well. I will try to set up something for Tuesday. And until next time, you have a wonderful week. And aloha.